America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody and welcome to Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. I just took a big sip of my coffee. He did. It's going to no, annoy people. It was a dramatic pause. It was pause. dramatic. Um, drink sip. But, uh, Damien, what do you get up to today? Uh, not not a whole a whole lot. I you know went out for a little coffee. That was nice. 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 Went to the dollar store. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a glory hole donut. I saw. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Uh, yeah. If ever, if you're ever in Toronto, folks, go to Glory Hole Donuts. Yeah. This is not a sponsor. They could yet. be. They could be. Yeah. Uh, uh, our podcast deals a lot with glory. That's true. That's and, true. And holes. Oh, and holes. A lot of holes. Yeah. Holes in theories. Yeah. Holes. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's probably some controversies involving holes that we've touched on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, check out the Preacher Scandal episode. Yeah. For that one. Um, speaking of scandals, uh, did you sin today? Any sinning? Sin- um, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of that before we recorded. If you had sin, if today? I had sin today, um, and it I, depends who you're asking. I don't right? know what every what 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 is considered a sin and what isn't. I know like well, a few of the basics, like you're not supposed to kill people or like. Yeah, you didn't kill anyone today. No, okay. Think lustful thoughts. Lustful thoughts. Well, I was I watched an episode one? of Happy Endings and um, Elijah uh, or Elisha Alicia Cuthbert Alicia Cuthbert's in that. So uh, maybe I had a lustful thought or two. It's possible okay. they snuck in there. Yeah. Um, but I also ate a bacon cheeseburger, so that could be a, considered a sin. Um, oh, because of pork. Pork and it's also dairy and beef together. Oh. You're not supposed to do that in in the Old Testament. So, um, I, I, that, I, that I could had be pork a sin. Today. I don't know if I had beef though. It was okay. probably dairy and beef. Yeah. So, okay, ooh, so we screwed. Okay, we, we sinned. We did sin today. A um, couple of sinners. A couple of sinners here, but we're going to talk about a movement um, in the 1800s that was the resulted in a number of denominations of churches that exist today. Okay, but also their main focus was uh, to you know not sin anymore. So they're saying no more, no more sin. At all so in your life. So in order to say no more sin, like you stop sinning? Stop or, sinning Or like completely. they just change the rules so they're not sins anymore. And then that'd, be, that'd be a better idea. I think you're that, no longer yeah. sinning. Yeah. If you just, if you, make the, if you make the rules more lax, it's easier to not sin. Okay. That's what I Yeah, that's do. a good idea. I think we should, uh, right. that's what I'm uh, going for. I'm, I'm drafting my email to the Pope as we speak. Yes. Dear, <laughs> dear Mr. Pope. Um, so, so a little history here from uh, myself. Um, in 1986, my family changed, um, churches. Um, so I would have been, no, it was 86. Yeah. So I would have been five years old. Right. So for generations, uh, my family was Christian reformed, Christian reformed. Yeah. Okay. So Calvinist, right. So that's the, I mean, the, the big thing they're known for is, um, predestination. Right. So they switched to this church called the standard church. Start going there in 1986. The Standard Church is comes out of the Holiness Movement, um, so it's kind of a different idea. It's not. It's about what you do. 
it's not about like what's been determined for you. It's all okay. about what you do to make sure sin isn't in your life. So it's a little more focused on the individual rather than just being like, well, not much you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. I'll talk about a couple of their beliefs maybe, and then I'll talk about kind of where they came from. For the standard church. For, for the holiness movement. The holiness, oh, the standard the, church is part the of ho- the holiness Yeah, the standard movement. church came out of the holiness movement. No okay. longer exists. Got folded into the Wesleyan Church, but we'll Wesley. get into that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so basically, the idea is there's a second work of grace. Second work. So you come to you come was, to Christ. The first the... work is you come to Christ. He forgives you of all your sin. Okay. Second one, you don't sin anymore. Okay. You, you're like basically it's it's not like you're incapable of sin. You're just not supposed to do it. You just don't have the desire to sin anymore. But, it's like it's supposed to be like. But if you do. Do you then, just come back to Jesus? Yeah, you can ask for forgiveness, he but it's he supposed to be again. this like holy, um, some would call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, Okay. which later on there was arguments about what that was. But for this, for this particular group, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when uh, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you don't want to sin anymore. So it's less about like trying not to, but it's more about it'll just end up happening. It'll end up happening because you don't have the desire to do anything that's a sin anymore. What happens if you just never grow out of your sinning phase? Then uh, hell, I guess. But so okay, so maybe maybe the Holy Ghost just didn't want to come on you. Yeah, or come all over you. Come all over you. Yeah, and you never grow out of your sinning phase. Can, yeah, is that really your fault though? Maybe the Holy Ghost is just I don't know like. A racist or something. Yeah, that's true. Who knows what yeah. it is? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know this Holy Ghost. And this is uh, this is also called entire sanctification. Entire sanctification. Yeah. This uh, kind of second... Uh, that, yeah, the second work of grace work or the second grace. blessing, I think, maybe you would call it. But um, yeah, so it's an it, it enables an obedient life of dedication to Christ. Okay. So basically, so you're like, hey, I don't want to sin anymore. Uh, boom. Boom, chuck laka laka Holy Spirit comes down, takes away the Slam desire. dunk. Slam dunk. Away. No more desire to sin. Um, so this came kind of out of, so we talked about the first great awakening. Yeah. And then there was the second great awakening and the 1840s onward, which I feel like every time I read it, I'm so unimpressed because it felt like they were more trying to to repeat. Oh, you know, the first like, great awakening. Yeah, they're like, oh, that one was so great. Let's have our own. Yeah, but it was also kind of a response to the Enlightenment and to all... Yeah, there, like, there was a time and a place for it, but yeah. it, just, it felt like it wasn't its own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then the holiness movement kind of came out of these camp meetings and stuff because everybody would like come and they'd, you know, give their life over to Christ and they'd be converted and stuff, but then they'd just go back to their old backsliding ways. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about the term backsliding? Yeah, it's what... Okay. It, yeah. It's when, you know, like you're going up a hill and you just yeah, slide and you slip, back. You slip and you slide on your back down to the bottom yeah. of the hill. But um, So when when, did, when and where did this movement really kind of start? Because mm-hmm. we didn't really, just to kind of contextualize yeah. this for a time and a so, place. So it started really, um, so the the great, yeah, the Second Great Awakening is like from the 19, 1840s onward. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, um, this kind of started um, with somebody named Phoebe Palmer. Phoebe Palmer. Yeah, she was a um, she was holding these meetings in her house on Tuesday nights, um, kind of as a reaction to some of the um, kind of camp meetings, things like that that are going through. Um, these actually started in 1835, so I, my dates are off a little bit on the in the in the U.S. This in was eight, yeah in the okay. U.S. Um, New York New York City. Oh, um, New York, New York. Yeah, 
And then, uh, so at first only women were attending this and then eventually men started attending too and it grew. And uh, so they would talk about, um, so John Wesley was the guy, was this guy, right? And like who existed, you know, uh, what, a hundred years before? Trevor, learn your things. Uh, But he existed before and he was all about um, living without sin, getting rid of sin in your life. And so they were trying to follow his teachings and he's also, you know, the guy who founded the Methodist Church, or the Methodist Church is like built around his teaching. So it's a lot of Methodist people, Presbyterian people, um, people like that trying to come in and be like, you know, how do we not sin? And kind of um, created this movement across. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say across America, but it was really upstate New York and Ontario. Okay, is where the holiness movement not not was. like a huge movement, not a huge movement, but yeah. But I mean, two very well populated areas. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so the two, I said Presbyterian, but that's not accurate at all, but mostly Methodist. Um, so Tuesday night meetings were growing, I guess you could say. And then, uh, there's also a guy named Charles Finley or Finney, sorry, Charles Grandison Finney. Um, and he, uh, he was promoting the idea of Christian holiness around the same time and slavery, uh, uh, abolition. Okay. Um, he was also a follower of Wesley and, and, a preacher of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that's a guy. Oh, I was wrong. Presbyterian. That's why I had Presbyterian in my mind. There was a guy named William Boardman who was also kind of preaching holiness, pure, mm-hmm. you know, entire sanctification at the same time. And he, he wrote a book called higher Christian life, the higher Christian life. And that was published in 1858. Okay. And that's kind of the, that was like almost at the peak of, of this movement kind of growing and, um, so it's a lot of different people from different denominations. We have a Quaker here named Hannah Whitall Smith. I find it interesting that it started as a women's group. Yeah. Which well, is interesting. Yeah, it's funny too. Like we, I was thinking about that today, how a lot of these topics we, we've discussed kind of start with women and then just t- get taken over by men. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. in a way it's almost their way of kind of uh, carving their own niche with yeah. regards to things that yeah. I'm probably their husbands were doing yeah and then they just get taken over by probably their husbands yeah although um growing up we had a a woman associate pastor um in the 80s when a lot of churches in canada didn't have like a lot of evangelical churches in canada didn't have women pastors and we had one Mm -hmm. right away there so i guess they kept that going in that church yeah so i guess that's something it's it's funny one of those things like uh switching denominations like that as someone who never really went to church mm-hmm. i I don't really think about that much yeah. i usually just see oh there's a church and I yeah think, and it just all feels like it's the same thing yeah no matter where you go but then, yeah but it almost f- sounds like such a trivial you went from uh you said it was christian reform christian reform yeah to the standard church yeah and i'd just be like oh, okay yeah. So you went from church from to church? one church to another. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know was was there much of a, a a difference in the actual services? Yeah, that was the biggest yeah. kind of draw at first. Like the church we grew up in, yeah. it was hymns and an organ. Okay. And then the new church we went to was hers and an organ. Hers <laughs> no. was a uh, full band and oh, okay. like new kind of hip worship music. That seems to be what the change is always. It's yeah. a hip band. Yeah, music. But it was also my dad was struggling with alcoholism. Oh, really? So the church we were at, um, everybody drank at every party. Oh, okay. Um, nobody would really take it. 
kind of seriously as yeah, yeah, yeah. something he needed help with. So where po- standard church, it's kind of a no drinking policy. So there's a lot more of that support structure there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that helped too. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And also, um, our particular church, my dad was really sick, uh, missed church like three weeks in a row. And uh, somebody from the consistory, which was like basically the church board. Consistory? Yeah. Okay. They came to visit, and my dad thought it was to see how he was feeling. But it was because uh, my sister bought a loaf of bread on a Sunday, and somebody saw her. So they wanted, there was like a discipline thing. Because she bought a loaf of bread yeah, on a Sunday? Yeah, somebody saw, witnessed her buying a loaf of bread on a Sunday, so they came to the house. And that was, my dad, like, that's when we quit what altogether. You what, why is that bad? Because uh, you're not supposed to work you're, you're not stuff supposed on the to, Sabbath? Yeah, like you're, you're not supposed to make somebody else work on the Sabbath. So because she went to a store on a Sunday, that meant that somebody had to work on that store on the Sunday. That's, that is so stupid. Yeah. That is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and they complained about it. They like, complained about it. And that's that was like the straw that broke the camel's back with my dad. He was like, nah, I'm out of here. It's kind of like, I'm not making them work. The store is making them work. Mm-hmm. They're already open. I'm yeah. just taking advantage of them being open. Yeah. And it's also like... We need we need bread. We need, Yeah. We needed a loaf of bread. Yeah. It was people were coming over for dinner and... You we got to make French toast. And we had to... Yeah. I think it was something like that. We're like, yeah, we'll just do something cheap like French toast or something. Yeah. Yeah. The fanciest toast. Yeah, the fanciest of all the toasts. The French toast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was also um, some Pentecostal churches got some of their kind of inspiration from the holiness movement. Um, they'll talk about baptism of the Holy Spirit a lot even today, but with them it is a little different and theologically different. You, wait, baptism of the Holy yeah. Spirit? So, so it's not a water baptism. Okay, so you got your uh, sprinkling when you were a baby. Some okay. of the old school churches do that. I've seen the dunking of babies. The, yeah, dunking of babies too. Uh, this movement would would have come out of people who are already doing adult baptism. So baptizing babies bad. Like in the river? Yeah, you have to get baptized in a river or whatever. They also had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is a separate thing. No ectoplasm. water involved. It's ectoplasm. <laughs> it's like when uh, you get slimed in Ghostbusters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, but but the, it's but, so it's that's when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you no longer have the yeah. desire to to sin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a little description too about what they believed is um, they also believe like they would describe it as Christian per- perfection. So basically, the idea is that if God is strong enough to forgive your sins and powerful enough to forgive you of your sins, He's also powerful enough to miraculously take away your desire to sin. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. why didn't he just make that the default? Yeah, exactly. Well, because of original sin, right? Yeah, but even still. Yeah. Why didn't he just make it? That's like, uh, no, I know. you know, it's like, wasn't it in The Simpsons where the Krusty doll and someone actually flipped the switch to yeah, evil? Too. <laughs> yeah. just flip it oh, to yeah. good? I feel like, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's a good. That's a question uh, that we have for the big G. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening, if you're listening send us God, an email. Yeah, send us an email. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, and then so, so then a bunch of um, oh, actually, so then my my branch of it, which was the uh, Standard Church, was started by a guy named R.C. Horner. R.C. Hor- like or race Ralph car Horner? Cecil Horner, race car Horner, Horner. Or remote control Horner. Um, <laughs> he uh, he was a Methodist preacher, and then uh, he got kind of um, kicked out of that denomination for promoting his like holiness kind of thing. 
And he started preaching on his own and created his own denomination. And that was the Standard Church okay. of America. He started that in Ottawa. Oh, it started uh, in Ottawa. It started in okay, Ottawa. So this yeah. is a denomination that made its way yeah. through Canada. Yeah, and the holiness movement, like I said, was pretty big in, in Ontario. And that was thanks to um, a guy, another guy, um, James Coffey, or Kai? C-A-U-G-H-E-Y. How would you pronounce that? Coffee? Probably coffee, yeah, I would think. Yeah, so he was the guy who was sent uh, in the 1840s from the Wesleyan Methodist Church uh, to Ontario, and he brought lots of converts there, and that's one of the main reasons why um, it's still... There's still a number of denominations in Canada that kind of have their... Especially, like, Ontario that have their roots in the holiness movement. Okay. So, yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting like back home um you would just kind of casually be like, "Oh yeah, no, that's from the Holiness. Uh that's the Holiness Church or whatever." And I said that when I moved out west when I was going to a Bible college there. I'm like, "Yeah, and someone asked me where I came like what church I came from and I told them." And I was like, "Yeah, I come out of the Holiness movement." And it was just like blank stares. I didn't like, know what that was. Nobody I, I yeah. find that that a very interesting thing about the whole denomination. Again, like I yeah. saying someone who doesn't know yeah. the fact that other Christians don't know. Yeah. Because there's, so there's so many of many them, just right? Like variations, yeah. and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. So at the same time, you got to be like, so why, why is your slight variation of a basic theme the right? Yeah, slight variation of yeah. a basic theme. It's exactly like, um, and yeah. So other denominations that came out of it, uh, Free Methodist Church, which you'll see a lot of them. Yeah, kind of one of the ones that are on every corner. Uh, Free Methodist Church came out of the Holiness Movement. Church of the Nazarene was bigger in the West. Nazarene. Yeah. Um, so Nazarene, Jesus was a Nazarene. Oh, okay. Um, which is, uh, also Samson, I believe in the Bible, was a Nazarene. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, you know Samson, the hair guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know of Samson. This yeah. is something that I, I was talking to you about before too. Is I think we should we should start looking at the Bible, yeah. like little bits yeah. and pieces at a time for people much like myself who have. A very very limited knowledge, so I don't yeah. know if we just want to start at the beginning. Yeah, we could do that. I also made it. a little Bible quiz for today okay. that we can go over. So this will be a good way to see how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> so the Church of the Nazarene, actually, that was one where um, I I attended one in in Calgary for a little while. Um, a good friend of mine is still involved very heavily in this one, and so I was visiting once in a while and be involved in like little things once in a while, and. I remember once somebody was, they were arguing about whether or not denominations matter. And one guy was so like adamant that, that they do like that they do. Well, don't, like, don't some denominations like just hate each other. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Like, think, oh, those guys are assholes. Well, yeah. I guess they wouldn't call them assholes. They'd probably call them uh, sin sinners. Lovers. Well, I mean, even this, like a lot of churches, especially at the time and now would classify holiness churches as kind of culty. Because yeah. they would say that the Bible says you can't be without sin. Holiness people would say, no, it means that there's sin in all of us. We're just taking away that desire so that okay. we still have the possibility to It's still there, but you're sin. trying not to. You're trying not to, yeah. And so then, like, I mean, my church was called the Standard Church, right? Uh, so that means there are standards that you live by oh, in okay. your life. Um, up until, I think, the 50s? You couldn't wear... Oh, no, it might have actually been when our pastor took over our church. So that would have been the late 70s. Um, you weren't allowed to wear ties to church, like neckties, because that was like a, a sign of vanity. A necktie was. Yeah. Okay. And it was... I think they wore like the the 
women wore the head coverings, like the little ones little, on the top of your head. Little bonnets. Or little whatever. bonnets like the Mennonites would still yeah. do. You didn't have caffeine. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad still drinks something called Hornwright tea. The heck is Hornwright tea? It's just hot water with uh, lemon and uh, honey and milk. Why do you call it Hornwright tea? Because it's not really tea. And it was like during the time when everybody would just sit down and have a cup of tea. But the Hornwrights or the standard so church people would water, just tea, take the hot water and put the other things that were around. Oh, that's in so the, sad. Yeah. <laughs> I had, so, sidetrack, I had someone at work order a, a hot water. Mm-hmm. Just a cup of hot water. I get that all the time. I th- I find that so bizarre. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, I, pretty much every day somebody order hot water and lemon. That doesn't happen to me that often. Oh, okay, but I, I mean yeah. with lemon too. This person didn't want lemon. They just they wanted just wanted a cup of, hot, cup of hot, water. hot water. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, is that weird? Am I am I a dick for for bringing that up? I don't know. I find that kind of odd. Yeah, it is odd, but I do. I I get that order probably at least once a day when I when I serve. Oh, wow. That's yeah. True. But I'm more of in a hippie kind of place than you oh, are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I lose my mind. Yeah, I uh, mean, I don't care. Order whatever you want. It's yeah, just, it's like okay, sure. Yeah, I just I I can't imagine wanting just a cup of hot water. I like my drinks cold, mm-hmm. and if I'm gonna drink a hot drink, I want it to be something that's supposed to be a hot drink. Like, yeah, like a cup of tea or a cup coffee. of coffee and tea are pretty yeah. much all I drink. Or a hot cocoa. Um, I'm not a hot chocolate guy. I every once in a while. Yeah, every not. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Usually they're too sweet now. So mm-hmm. part of part of becoming grumpy old man, huh? Yeah. I guess there was a lot of German-speaking denominations that came out of this too. Really. Which I don't know why. Like in Germany or in Ontario? In Ontario and, okay. and upstate New York. So well, there's, there's probably large, just a lot of... There's yeah. a lot of German populations yeah, in German upstate immigrant. New yeah. York, are there, yeah. is there not? And like I came from... I guess my hometown is mostly Dutch, but there's probably a large yeah. number. No, even my pastor was German of ger- German descent. Yeah. So he would have... Yeah. Well, I think I know like Western New York area. I think there's a lot of Polish and German yeah. backgrounds there too. Yeah. Yeah. And then so... Then the Wesleyan denomination came out of that. Standard denomination joined them, I think, uh, 2003. Oh, so, like so very much later. recently. Um, kind of before I started working for my home church. Right. I was uh, the, I, I don't know, intern youth pastor for a summer um, or six months or something like that. And it was during that time that they kind of joined up. But then there was some issues because our church was the biggest in the denom- in the denomination. So like we had over a thousand people attend every week and then all the other churches had like sixty each, right? Oh okay. So then our votes kind of overpowered like yeah. the rest of them. So it was kind of an unfair balance. So I think our church created some sort of like thing where they're associated with them, but not they don't have the say that they okay. could because they they just have i think they just have a good relationship they were almost like now franchised as, yeah they were pretty much almost franchised like they kind of have autonomy but you know you still get orders from head office yeah exactly yeah. and i think now like i have never in my life going to that church heard about entire sanctification heard about the second um blessing or whatever what did i say so all this research you did about this movement your yeah. church didn't have anything to do with it 
No, they did. That's when their roots are. And same with like if I went to a Wesleyan oh, okay. youth group, went to a Free Methodist church for summer camp, but they didn't. So they didn't rec- like reference any of these old school like beliefs that started the denomination. Yeah. Now they're all just basically in line with everybody else and. Okay. Yeah. So there's no entire sanctification. There's no like you can live without sin. Yeah. It's just be be a Christian. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's I think that's a a, a step forward as yeah. far as these things go. Yeah. I think with the uh, dissemination of you know information with like communication and yeah. the internet, I think that kind of opens people up a lot more. So yeah, even if it does kind of yeah level the playing field yeah. for people a little bit, I think that might be a good step. I did have one person that I was in a uh, youth group with that was obsessed with the idea of entire sanctification. Um, but he also turned out to be a sexual predator. So okay. I don't think he ever established that. I wonder if I wonder if his obsession with it was because of a desire to not have those kind of thoughts and feelings. Maybe. Yeah. You know, which I mean, is a, which is a very sad way to think about it, too. Yeah. Because I, I know some people it is it is because of, you know, some sort of. Uh, mental failing. Or yeah, too, right? that's like, true. Because yeah. I've heard that about um, uh, pedophilia, and there are people who are pedophiles, but who haven't like committed yeah, an act. acted on it. They, yeah, they know that they have those yeah. kind of desires and urges, and they they don't want to. Yeah, there was really good this American Life about that. Yeah, uh, which I highly recommend. So I'm I'm wondering yeah. if 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 that. This is a huge. This is mm-hmm. a huge. Mm-hmm. I, like just kind of sidebar yeah. tangent assumption yeah. about someone I've never met. And you just told me. Yeah, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. Not 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 defending him in any yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah, we're just looking into it. part yeah. of what we try and do here is get to the bottom of things. Yeah, the we're why. trying to get to the bottom of it. The why? So a very loose. Yeah. Why? So that's kind of a loose episode. Kind of a loose idea of this kind of movement. Yeah. Uh, any questions? Um, well, I think it's interesting uh, that you were part of the, the, this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and you were saying that they had these these kind of ten- did you did you feel that when you were involved in it that it had these structures or it, these were just kind of basic frameworks of what the church is supposed to be, but in practice didn't end up being. That. Yeah, like they still had some of the some of the holdover stuff. Like you still they're still like kind of against drinking. They're yeah. still. You know, it probably don't don't swear, but I, most churches are like that, and like yeah, they don't like foul. We couldn't wear hats in church. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, that's a weird thing. But we also had like a history library upstairs in the church of like kind of the history of the movement and yep. things like that, which I was always curious about and kind of go through. So I wouldn't mind having another look actually at that oh, really? library, see if it still exists and maybe do a follow up episode. I'm sure I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably uh places within the city here that you could probably find those yeah, that's true. Those resources yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have a Christian Rock lyric because we're trying some new trying segments. Some, something new today. So what's a Bible is trivia game. Bible trivia game. Okay. Where's our Bible? Where's our Bible? Where's our goddamn Bible? We I don't, don't have a Bible in here. Yeah. Why don't we have a Bible? We never have. It's a bar. Okay, so like I said, my Bible knowledge is very limited. Okay. Mostly what I know is from uh, pop culture, whether it be something like The Simpsons or yeah. something else. Okay, so I feel like once you get wh- what I'm doing here, you'll uh, you'll be really good at the game. Okay, I might just not get um, it. So just a disclaimer, this game, I am not ripping them off. It was inspired by... Uh, there's a YouTuber named Non Stamp Collector. 
I was very inspired by one of his sketches called The Quiz Show. So I recommend you check that out. Um, but we'll I created a, my own quiz. Yeah, I'll put a link. Uh, I created my own quiz with a similar theme. Okay, so ready for this? All right, I'm ready. According to the Bible, how long will the earth last? A, forever, or B, not forever? B, not forever? <clears throat> Both. In Ecclesiastes 1, verse 4, it says, The earth abideth forever. Okay. And in Second right. Peter 3.10, it says, The elements uh, shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Did I already get? I think I already got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's okay. A, question two. So, question two. According to the Bible, can someone see God's face and survive? Uh, yes and no. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Genesis 32.30, I have seen the face of God and my life is preserved. Okay, so uh, John one verse eighteen: No man hath seen God at any time. Yeah, so they they don't. One thing the Bible's not good at is consistency. No, mm-hmm. according to the Bible, this is question three: um, Is God all powerful? Oh, this is going to be another yes and no, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Matthew nineteen twenty six: With God, all things are possible. Judges one verse nineteen. The Lord is with Judah, and he drave out the inhabitants of the mountain, but could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had chariots of iron. (laughs) (laughs) What? God's not good with iron. He can't. It's his, his, like, one weakness. It's like Superman with Kryptonite. Oh, that's because... So, cars, chariots of iron, Mm. are what what stopped probably the uh, second coming. Mm. That was supposed to happen a few times in the last. That's years. right. He's coming down. He's like ah, cars. Car. Oh, until they stop using iron, I can't. He just do can't anything. cross the street. Yeah. He doesn't know how. He's never had to. He's never had to. Yeah, because he's God. Yeah, <clears throat> just gotta find one of those crossing guard ladies who, you know, blows the whistle for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine. According to the Bible, does God tempt people? Yes and no. Uh, James one thirteen. Let no man say. When he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither can uh, neither tempteth he m- any man. Genesis twenty one one twenty two one, sorry. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. So you he was kind of a a, a flip floppy kind of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Final question, I guess. Yeah, we'll just end on this one. According to the Bible, how did Judas kill himself? A hanging. B Fell headlong, burst open, and his bowels gushed out. Is this another, is this one both too? Yeah, I've heard uh, the hanging one. I didn't yeah. hear the other one. Where uh, Matthew twenty seven five and cast down the pieces of silver into the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Acts one verse eighteen. Now this man purchased a field with the uh, reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. Okay. Yeah. So he died. So those ways. could have been the same thing too, like when he hung himself, and then you know, like that scene in uh, in the movie Hannibal where he sl- mm, cuts him and then yeah. he pushes him out the that's true window, and yeah. then all his guts come out when he hangs. Him. That's true. Yeah. Could be like that. So maybe I was wrong about that one. Maybe maybe it's the same. Mm. Okay. So I was wrong. But if you're, it's the same thing, then it is still both. Yeah. So it is right. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, and and everyone else. Uh, Everyone listening. Don't sin. Please don't sin. Or you know what? Sin more. Sin more. That's Do- it. I'm saying double ha- down. Yeah. Have a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Uh, and While thinking lust after lust your thy neighbor? Lust after your neighbor's wife. Your neighbor's wife. Yeah. And 
property and property I'm guessing right? yeah uh yeah what are other some sins? Let's 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 talk some sins. I just want to know a couple sins, just okay. so I know what to do for the next uh, couple weeks. You're not supposed to lie, okay? Yeah, uh, but it's so fun. Bear false witness. Bear um, false witness is that not? You're not supposed to be a gay person, okay? Um, is bear false witness just lying though? You know, uh, I don't. I think so. Yeah, I guess it's the same. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to honor your father and mother, okay? Except for when Jesus said. To you're you're supposed to hate your father and mother and follow him, um. So uh, respect your father and mother until you're old enough to follow Jesus. Yeah, and then hate them and follow him. And resent them. Yeah, uh, I think that's kind of how life works anyway. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. So just uh, and um, probably like don't drink except for it says to drink and be merry. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe just be good to people. All right, if uh, if you guys want to send us your favorite sins, yeah, uh, just email us. Yeah, talk. We'll talk about your sins. Yeah. Oh, and don't boil a goat in its mother's milk. I don't think that's ever come up for me. Oh, really? Uh, every it's day. never been an issue. Every day I'm tempted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, rate us on iTunes, and uh, tell us tell us what you think. And uh, we'll see you next time on uh, Believe It or Not. Believe it or not. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>